everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us here on a Tuesday, the 19th day of May 2020. My name, that would be Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, Big J. Hello. How are you, man? I'm all right. Yesterday was a rough day, dude. I had a headache all day. It, it was I, For the first time in my life, I could not get rid of a headache. Like, I mean, it was a splitting one from the moment I woke up until the moment I went to bed. And I must have popped... And what, was that? what are we being haunted? Yes. Uh, it was my headache. It's back. This time it's personal. And so uh, it, it was just. Wait, it was, was it a particular part of your uh, your head? Just the temples, like throbbing, <clears throat> oh, kind of man. thing. And it was constant and all day and bad. And uh, you know, I did a whole bunch of work on the computer yesterday. And that did not help, I'm sure. But uh, it's all I do is work on the computer, so I suppose it's going to be one of those things that's inevitable. But I am happy to say that I feel uh, somewhat normal today, and that's a good thing. So get ready, Big J. Now we're back to normal. <laughs> that's the launching point for oh, today's great. show. Uh, how was uh, how was your Monday? Fine, fine. Filled with what, Dandy? Uh, the normal day to day routines, man. Trying to figure out what that is still. For you work work and then what i'm gonna go home yeah do no. chores what were the chores this is what i want to know uh clean the bathroom <laughs> why are you laughing i just tried to picture you clean the bathroom i can't do it i can't do it i've tried okay well I that's go. insulting uh good <laughs> went fine guess what it's clean <laughs> which bathroom Both? ours no i'm not cleaning the kids bathroom well, wouldn't that be the guest bathroom as well? Yeah, yeah, but that's their responsibility. They they occupy that area. That's their job. How do they do cleaning it? Well, one of them does a great job. <laughs> is it pretty well kept? They're not messy, are they? I mean, their rooms maybe, but not like from an. One outside. of them isn't messy. No. But I mean, is the bathroom gross? Like when you go in there, do you go? No, oh my no, god, no, no. we done. No. Okay, good. Then it's not it's not to that point yet, which is a good thing. There will be no bathroom cleaning on the show today. However, there will be some streaming dumbass. Sure started in the toilet. That's going to happen today. Uh, and, of course, you're also going to have a chance to win a couple of prizes from us. Some care packages coming your way via the USPS uh, a couple times over the course of the show today. We also have a, a little bit of fun with We're Going to Hell coming up. Some pop culture smackdown, too. So it's going to be a nice full Tuesday show. But we should get started. With some jams, here's some green day for you. It's Basket Case here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, uh, around the Treasure Valley, hell, around everywhere, face masks are becoming the uh, the new normal, kind of, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you've got a couple in your arsenal, including an X-Face covering, Big J, which we're giving away on the radio station as we speak. It's true. Uh, but it does create issues... In situations where if you want to wear one on public, but you want to eat or you want to drink something, right? Yeah. So a company has created a mechanical face mask that would allow the wearer to open and close the mouth in order to eat food without having to remove the face mask at all. It's a mechanical face mask. Come on, feel like a freak if you're wearing that. (laughs) I mean, it kind of looks like a monster. It's like opening up so that, you know, it basically gives you a space so that you can shove something in your mouth. Microbes aren't going to stealthily sneak into your system. That I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you might want to take your food home and then eat there. If you feel like you need to wear a face covering, which I I routinely do, I'm not going to sit in a restaurant right now and eat. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I understand what you're saying. 
But that doesn't stop Octopus from putting it all together. Their patent and inventions department say the mask is powered by a hand-controlled lever that's attached to the mask and that it will be opened mechanically by hand remote or automatically when the fork is coming to the mask. Woo! Company is beginning to manufacture the masks, and the specialty masks will be available to the general public in the coming months. So if you want an automatic opening mask so that you can eat, it's there. But Big J's right. The second that mask opens up, whatever kind of protection it's doing for you goes away. It's important that you know that. That just because it's convenient and it opens up for you does not does not does not do anything else. It's just basically a cloth that opens up. But it's there. If you would like it. Not sure why, but it is there. Former WWE star Shad Gaspard has been missing since being at Venice Beach in California on Sunday with his 10-year-old son. Apparently, the 39-year-old and his son were swimming when they were caught by a strong ocean current. A witness told uh, reporters that Gaspard told rescuers to help his son first when a wave crashed down on him, and then he hasn't been seen since. The good news is his son was rescued and is okay. Uh, Gaspard was once a member of the WWE tag team Crime Time, uh, but hasn't been with the company for a while. But this sounds like a damn horror story, and I'm sad. Hopefully, everything's okay, but it's not looking great. You know what I mean? I mean, we're talking about, what, this is day three now out in the ocean. Um, But got to be careful, man, when swimming out there. Currents are no joke, just in case you know. Big J, you're a fan of everything that Takiya Watiti does, yes? Uh, So far, yeah, that Uh, I've seen. He is teaming up with Chris and Liam Hemsworth. You're fans of at least one of those. I know that, right? Yeah, both of them. Uh, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, and others are taking part in a fundraiser for COVID-19 in which Jojo Rabbit's Takiya Watiti is helming. And it's a read-along of James and the Giant Peach. It launched officially yesterday. Proceeds are going to go to Partners in Health, a medical and social justice organization fighting COVID-19. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, episodes will be posted. There'll be 10 in all. And it'll be an opportunity to see some of the biggest stars in Hollywood read James and the Giant Peach. Maybe for you, maybe for your kids, whatever the case may be. But it is a uh, very famous book that was later turned into a pretty famous stop-action animation, stop-motion animation, I should say, uh, movie that also was a pretty big hit. And I uh, I don't know if this is embarrassingly or what, but I, I have never seen the movie. I've never read the book. Oh, I, really? I know nothing about James and the Giant Peach. I know it's a popular thing, and I know it's a kid's book, and I know that Roland Dahl wrote it, but that's the extent of what I know about James and the Giant Peach, and I think Tim Burton was involved in some way. I don't know if he directed the movie, but he was involved in some way in it. These are the things I know. But you can uh, download that now and check it out at your leisure, and your proceeds will go to benefit uh, some great charities. Any interest, Big J? Um, eh, not really. That's what I think. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Would there be, right. Would there be any book that they could read to you that you would be interested in downloading? Yeah. Like if it was like a... Killing Tom, Floor. Tom Clancy or... Jack Reacher. <laughs> Jack Reacher book. The QD. <laughs> and Meryl Streep read a red chapter of a yeah. Jack Reacher book one at a time. Yes. That? that would be acceptable. <laughs> right. Uh, Maybe no Rainbow taken. Six from the Tom Clancy. No taken. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round. Hey, at least it's a book. Of important stuff. Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Little change in the format of streaming Dumbass these last couple of weeks. We uh, select a bunch of movies from a bunch of different streaming platforms, and based on the movie Big J selects, it depends on which streaming platform he'll sit down with tonight. 
Once again, uh, all the stars have been uh, stripped away from the movies, the directors, the creators of stuff. It's all based slowly on a very brief plot description of each of these movies. And depending on the movie Big J selects, he's got to watch it and review it for you in a 24-hour period and let you know if it's worth your time right around this time tomorrow. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. All of these come from the trending now portion of the respected websites. You understand? Yeah. Here is movie number one. What happens when a normal person becomes the target of the FBI? Question mark. Jean's about to find out. She soon finds her life and career in jeopardy as the overreaching surveillance and harassment starts to take a toll on everything she holds dear. Hmm. Movie number two. A very well-off family and their intrepid staff prepare for the most important moment of their lives. A royal visit from the king and queen of England soon unleashes scandal and intrigue, leaving Ooh. the future of the entire family hanging in the balance. Huh? Hmm. And movie number three. A natural talent in sports, a youngster suffers an unthinkable tragedy. Bolstered by her parents and refusing to give up, she plans to return to competition as soon as possible, although questions about her future continue to trouble her. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with movie number one. Movie number one, how come? I don't know, it just sounded like it might have the most intrigue. <laughs> really? Because you sounded more intrigued by movie number two. Yeah, I don't think so. I'll determine <laughs> the, how intrigued I was. It's the only one that got a verbal response out of you. But uh, you did pass on movie number three right away. That was called Soul Surfer. It stars Anna Sophia Robb and Helen Hunt. That movie was on Netflix. You will not be watching that. You also will not be watching movie number two. That is called Downton Abbey, the movie starring Maggie Smith and Imelda Staunton. That was on HBO. Uh, no matter what this movie is, uh, it's a win. Uh, you will be watching the Amazon Prime original movie called Seaberg, starring Kristen Stewart. And it is a brand new movie on Amazon. You're a big fan of Kristen's work, so uh, that is the movie you'll be watching. It's a true story about an actress in the 1960s that found herself on the FBI's Ooh. list for... Was she a commie? Uh, I believe she had political leanings that the FBI did not agree with at the time. And so you will find out all about it and tell us all about it tomorrow. Seaberg is the name of the movie. And that is the movie Big J will be watching. If you want to play the home game, it is streaming now on Amazon Prime. And you can find it. <laughs> We've talked about this before. You are uh, I've got a knack for picking the Amazon Prime. <laughs> You're pulled into Amazon Prime. Uh, he'll let you know how it is tomorrow right around this time. That should be fun. You should uh, listen for that. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, Big J, what a wonderful, wonderful story. Coming out of Bonner's Ferry, Idaho. You understand? Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> uh, well, let's set the table first. You have to understand that, you know, like a, a lot of counties in Idaho, nearly all public restrooms have been closed since the coronavirus pandemic. And in Boundary County in northern Idaho, they don't even have any confirmed cases of coronavirus. But they still have kind of implemented preventative measures to keep everybody safe. You understand? And so there is an issue that has broken out in Bonner's Ferry where a, a recent string of calls were made to the police there reporting that residents were relieving themselves in public spaces for some reason. The calls became so frequent that the Bonner's Ferry City Council had to actually force themselves to pass a citywide ordinance that makes it a misdemeanor to use the restroom, restroom on or in view of public property. It is now illegal to poop in public. In but it wasn't Bonner's. already? It should have been. 
But apparently people, uh, I mean, it was one of those things that probably goes without saying, maybe? Until now. Uh, according to the city attorney, most of the incidents were intentional, almost like a punishment for the city closing the public restrooms, you know? So it was like, you know what, you're not going to let me go to the bathroom in here, it's all locked up, I'm just going to drop a duke right here, you know what I mean? And so there are enough of these things happening in public parks that they were like, hey, guys, if we catch you, it's now a misdemeanor. So there is an ordinance because the current statutes do not not cover defecation and urination in public. So it sounds like it needs to be said in publicly. Do not poop or urinate in a public place, on a neighbor's lawn, or anywhere that is not a private, far-from-plain-sight restroom. So now, finally, Big J... Bonner's Ferry gets their justice. You cannot poop and pee wherever you want. I'm trying to figure out how this, how this is a thing. Like just the pure anger of somebody to go. You know what? I can't go, so I'm gonna go right here. It's weird. I don't know. People are wired that way, I guess. Either way, now it's a misdemeanor. So they don't want to catch you pooping in Bonner's Ferry. You understand? Just make sure you are clear. You have relieved yourself before you go out for a walk. That's just the way it has to be. Hey, the U.S. Golf Association announced Monday that it's canceling local and sectional qualifying for the U.S. Open this year for the first time since 1924, saying it would be too difficult to hold the events. Usually, more than half the field makes it into the tournament through sectional qualifiers. The U.S. Open was originally scheduled for June 18th through the 21st, but that, of course, has been moved to September 17th through the 20th because of the pandemic. So, much smaller field for the U.S. Open this time around. Did you watch the trailer for The Five Buds, Big J, the Netflix movie? No. That Spike Lee put together? No, I haven't seen that. Huh? Chadwick Bosman's in it. You know that is, right? Yeah, uh, Black Panther. Delroy Lindo as well, who has been a Spike Lee staple for a lot of movies. Follows African-American Vietnam vets who return to Vietnam to find the remains of their squad leader. And then in Vietnam again, they confront the lingering effects for the war. Uh, it's got some pretty cool stars in it. It looks pretty good. The film will drop on Netflix on June 12th after Netflix signed Spike Lee to an exclusive contract. He'll be making a couple of movies for the streaming provider, so you can check that out if you like, and the trailer is available now for you to watch. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Hawthorne, Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. The home of Hawthorne Heights. Specifically, the, the Hawthorne Trailer Park. There, we're going to meet Robin Hamilton, who is 57 years old. And Robin had been spending the day drinking, Big J. Oh. Glub, glub. On Saturday. And uh, was in her trailer, looking around. And was like, where? Hmm. I thought it was here. I knew it was here. I had it yesterday. Where? Where is my towel? Oh. And so she spent about two to three hours, of course, uh, drinking some beer and looking around for her favorite towel, uh, saying that it had sentimental value to her, you know? And uh, and so uh, finally, after looking around the trailer for, I mean, there's only a certain amount of places in a trailer a towel can go, you understand, Big Jay? I gotcha. I mean, eventually it's going to show up or something has happened to it. And so uh, she, she all of a sudden had it in her head, Robin did, that... The person that was staying in what uh, what had she had turned into a converted woodshed behind the trailer, she had basically kind of furnished it out and was renting it out to another woman that was living in this woodshed behind her trailer in the trailer park. 
And she was convinced, Big J, that the woman that was renting out her woodshed had stolen her favorite towel. And so, after several more beers, she walked out to the woodshed, started pounding on the door, and was like, Hey! Hey! Did you take my towel? And the lady's like, I've been in this woodshed. I don't even know what towel are you talking about. My sentimental towel. Where is it? And she's like, listen, Robin, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have your towel. I've never seen said towel. I certainly don't need a towel. Why would I take your towel? And that's when Robin got really upset. She's like, it's not just a towel. It has very fine sentimental value to me. Now it's time to burn you out. About 20 minutes after the fight, the tenant said she smelled something burning and then she saw the smoke. The woman was able to get out of the shed, but of course, furniture and all of her belongings burned up in the fire. So detectives showed up. Hamilton told them she didn't know how the fire started, but one of the other trailers in the trailer park had a ring camera, Big J, you know, for the doorbell. Ring And a neighbor surveillance showed Hamilton crouching next to the shed several times just before the building caught fire. So uh, she's pretty much on camera starting the woodshed on fire. So now Hamilton faces charges of attempted murder and arson. She was being held on $80,000 bond. No attorney and she's in trouble. So that's a... That's a serious offense. Yeah, but living up to the mantra, I'm going to take you back to the woodshed. Yeah. Yeah. And burn you to death. This posits a world, however, that there is a towel that is so important to somebody that you feel like you have to burn something down in order... It's like a whoopee. I mean, maybe? Really? Could be, I suppose. But, I mean, at 57, you should be uh, past having a favorite. You know what I mean? I understand that, but I mean, even if she did have the towel, you just burned it up. You know what I mean? Right. Burned up the whole shit. If I can't have it, no one can. <laughs> it's one of those deals. Yeah. I want my. She's a lunatic, Nick. Sentimental, and, and, and she was hammered too. I'm sure the alcohol. Oh yeah, that's the alcohol oh. didn't hurt this whole situation. Yeah. But uh, a reminder: if somebody accuses you of taking their favorite towel, you need to figure out a way to de-escalate the situation. It's probably going to be on you, unfortunately. To do that because now the woman's homeless doesn't have any stuff and uh poor lady was living in a woodshed in florida that couldn't have been pleasant no, either no no <laughs> i mean that's a that's a, rough, a trailer park i mean rough we're... hand to be dealt yeah trailer park woodshed you're right I mean, we're <laughs> down a few levels of difficulty <laughs> morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story it is the x rock it's Nine Inch Nails. That is closer here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. There's one thing that this whole pandemic has taught us, Big J, is that it's difficult for America to get through something like this without your very close friend alcohol. Not too far behind. You understand? I need it. Uh, It has gone through the roof sales-wise. It's everywhere you turn and you look. And so now people are doing what they can to spread some cheer. One of the new movements around the country, Big J, is something called Beer Fairies. And you know what? Every once in a while you'll see a story like this and it will go viral and it's it's kind of cute and fun. But because of that viral stuff, it's starting to take off in a bunch of other places. Basically, a beer fairy is exactly what you think it is, Big J. Just random people leaving beer on other people's porches for them to enjoy during the pandemic. 
And it it, it all started with a Facebook group called uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Booze, which was a Facebook group that began... I think I've seen them perform at the dating factory before. (laughs) ...in New Jersey uh, as a localized effort, and it grew into something uh, thriving all across the state, thousands of members strong. Within the uh, actual group, members share their home addresses, wait to be gifted a drop-off by the beer ferry, which typically consists of a six-pack, some snacks, and a friendly note. The recipient who's been beered is then encouraged to, you know, pay it forward, right? Sure. Somebody else in the community. The idea sprang from a similar wine theme group that were popping up in the area. And then other states are starting to see this thing take off. And now there's booze fairy trends and all sorts of stuff. So there's beer, there's booze, there's wine fairies that are just basically, you know, trying to spread some love and most importantly, some alcoholic beverages across their community during this particular time. Man, I wish there were steak fairies. You drop steaks off of your Well, uh, but the, the good news is, if you don't check on the regular, uh, the beer won't go bad if it's out in your front porch for like an hour in the sun. Whereas yeah. steak probably would. Just ring uh, the doorbell. But what if you're not home? Somebody's always home in quarantine, friend. That's true. Deliveries are targeted to mostly those that are in need, although I would argue who's in need of beer is a uh, or any kind of alcoholic beverage is truly My a, also an interesting term. My concern on this is they, they give up their address uh, to again, complete strangers well, on the internet? Again, it's not, it's it's a private group, that the Facebook oh, stuff. Private so, group of people that you know so well. Well, yeah, it's not exactly a gigantic thing. The, the other stuff, I think, that aren't Facebook-related are just random acts of beerness, if you will. Where they just drop off stuff, and uh, then ding dong ditch you and run out and run out of the way, wee, and see what ends up happening. But yeah, the the thing started with a private Facebook group, and then the idea has kind of grown from there, and people have adapted it and stuff like that. So uh, it's not really uh, drop your address on Facebook and somebody drop off beer to me. Although I'm sure there's plenty of opportunities for you to do that. I mean, you've often said you're not too worried about your privacy concerns. So fire away if you want somebody to maybe drop off some stuff your house yeah my electronic privacy concerns <laughs> of the company i'm using to take the information i'm giving them to use for whatever purposes that i don't think that means showing up on my doorstep no no but again if you post it then you can't be too concerned about your privacy is my point oh yeah if you post your uh, yeah definitely if you post your address somewhere sure yeah you've uh you don't have those same issues as somebody else so maybe it's an idea for you maybe it's an idea that you want to adopt maybe it's something that you want to jump on board with and see if you can some get some beer. But a reminder that the idea is also to pay it forward. It's not just to take some free beer and run and oh. giggle. Oh. <laughs> and then huddle in your room as you drink your beer. You have like to try to beer gringe. Pay it forward. Take everybody else's beer. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff and pop culture smackdown. Morning after with Nick and Big J. You might want to flip a coin before making a next big decision, Big J. I don't even have a damn coin. You don't have any coins? Not with me right now. Well, University of Chicago researchers found that people who made a significant decision, like a life decision, a big one, like whether or not to move, whether to quit their job, whether to propose or not, flipping a coin made them a lot happier than people that did not make that decision that way. Wait, what, what are you, Two-Face? Well, I feel like, here's here's what I think it is, what it really boils down to is, I feel like if something goes awry down the road, 
it takes off a lot of responsibility from us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you go, well, listen, it was a flip of a coin, man. I mean, yes, it didn't work out when I quit my job, but hey, I flipped a coin. It's not on me. It's just the way it's, it was fate. And that's the way it had to be. And that takes away some of the guilt. It takes away some of the responsibility. It takes away some of the things. Now, if it also goes great, maybe it's just like, hey, what a wonderful, I'm just lucky. You know what I mean? I'm lucky. Apparently, uh, people who flipped a coin and had to change their position were more likely to make the change and reported that they were a lot happier when they did it. The Lee researcher says that uh, it teaches us, uh, society teaches us that quitters never win and winners never quit. But in reality, the data from the experiment shows we'd all be better off if we did a little bit more quitting. Good rule of thumb in decision making is whenever you cannot decide what you should do, choose the action that represents a change Then, rather than continuing the status quo. So <laughs> there's all that around to study. So maybe next time you got a huge decision you make, you do flip that coin. You've got a coin somewhere, I'm sure, right? Like no. in your car somewhere? No. At home? I'm going to flip you, this Morty. Don't flip Morty. Morty will always land one way. He's either backside or frontside. Morty up. The NFL is Hockey. amending the Rooney rule to require more interviews of minority candidates for head coaching and coordinator positions. At least two minority candidates will have to be interviewed for a head coaching job, at least one for a coordinator spot. The Rooney rule was adapted in 2003. It requires that minority candidates be interviewed for head coaching and senior football operations jobs. Changes being made in response to the lack of progress and diversity in hiring for those positions. The number has actually gone down. That's not good. Since they instituted this, and so they're trying to figure it out and get uh, more minorities in positions of power in the National Football League. Big J, David Arquette is back. He will reprise his role as Dewey Riley in a Scream relaunch. He says, quote, I'll be thrilled to be playing Dewey again and reunite with my Scream family, old and new. He said in a statement, Scream has been such a big part of my life, and for both the fans and myself, I look forward to honoring Wes Craven's legacy. I don't know if that means it's going to be a movie or a TV series or what. But I'm calling it Scream 5. So. And it looks like it's a movie. God, there was a Scream 4? What did, what did I miss? Yeah, you missed it. What was it? I'm trying to th- think if that's the one. Till- no. Who? Timothy Oliphant. I think he was in Scream 3, maybe? Uh, uh, either way, it's like, you're gonna. okay, so it says... Old characters and new characters is, is is they bringing anybody else back? I don't know. I don't know. I think that is was the whole a, point to Scream Four, right? Was Nev Campbell came back? Is right? there a relaunch? Be, I don't know. It's very confusing. Either way, Wes Craven's not around anymore. He's obviously, dead. so he's dead. He's not involved. And Scream, the Scream franchise, while the first one was a brilliant kind of send up of, I like the second one too. Yeah, and two was great too. And then it kind of divulged into standard horror fare. And got a little bit goofy and not so much self-recognizable. Because because you know originally they were they were almost a parody of yeah. of horror movies at the time, which made them so you know cool and unique. Right. And there were a bunch of great performances and actors in them, and then it just kind of became a more you know high school murder kind of a story. Uh, but I did not see four. I don't remember much of three, but I remember one and two pretty clearly. And so. Uh, you've got that, and I guess it's coming back for another round, so you can dip your toe into the screen pool again if you'd oh, like. See, so, no. Go ahead. Nev Campbell's rumored to be a part of Screen 5 as well. Well, so. then it's not a reboot. If it's got everybody from yeah. the other, it's just a sequel. If she was in Screen 4. Well, I guess, you know, to be fair, the story does call it a relaunch, not so much a reboot. Relaunching means they're bringing everybody back. So, there's that. Relaunch me. No. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'd be happy to set you up with a Morning After X Care package with an uh, 25th anniversary uh, X Rock sticker plus an X face covering for your face to keep you healthy and safe. If you can figure, or I'm sorry, uh, Beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown today. Beat Nick. 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you need to call if you would like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Big J's got all the questions. Hopefully, it is you that have the answers. And I guess time will tell. Let's go to the phones, get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Good morning. What's up, man? What's your name? Uh, this is Nate. All right, Nate. Good luck to you, man. This WWE superstar was so large, the word giant was part of his name. Ooh, that's got to be Andre the Giant. Right. Correct. Nick, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us as a line from what Denzel Washington movie? Uh, Malcolm X. That's correct. Right. This super bad Wolf of Wall Street and Moneyball star was just crowned with saying the most curse words, even eclipsing Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. I'll give you some choices. Hmm. Okay. Is it Seth Rogen? Leonardo DiCaprio or Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill. There right. you go. Good job. Uh, Nick, Hermie Granger is a character in what mega movie franchise? What is the name? I'm sorry. Hermione Granger no. is a character in what mega movie franchise? That's Harry Potter. There you go. I tried All to right. trick you with mispronouncing something. It didn't work. Which candy bar has the same name as her galaxy? Mars bar. Wrong. <laughs> what? No, dude. No. <laughs> no, what am I even saying? Mars is a planet. What? Come on, man. I can't believe I caught somebody on that. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. When's the last time anybody bought a Mars bar, by the way? I don't know. Uh, fire away, Big J. Which candy bar has the same name as our galaxy? As what? As our galaxy. You know, the place we live in in the universe? The Milky Way. There you right. go, the Milky Way. Nick, what country is Transylvania located in? Didn't you ask me this before? Probably. But you're struggling to come up with the answer. <laughs> you're absolutely so. right. I still don't remember. I, I want to say Czechoslovakia. That is incorrect. Wrong. What is it? Romania. Romania. Right. Romania. Mark it down, bro. I, I'm sure I'll forget. I don't need to know that. But congratulations, yes, yes, man. You, do. you got yourself all set up with a care package. Way to go, my friend. Listen, Hang on one second. Nobody we'll get some knows information the, from you. Nobody needs to know any of these questions. <laughs> yes, but least of all, the Transylvania oh, there's, one. <laughs> there's far more that, that could be in the least of all ca- category. Yeah, you're right. I'd probably put up the coin one from yesterday. It's at least less than the Transylvania hey, one. Hey, that's your fault, man. Congratulations. Hang on one second. We will do some headlines. That's happening next on the X-Rock. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right. Uh, headlines brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com. That's Team Mazda Subaru's website. Your next stop for your new or used car adventure. they got a $5 car sale coming up here soon. You need to educate yourself about that. Yeah. But also, you can get a Fresh Start credit check button there. See where your credit is. You can check out your down payments. You can check out, even get a uh, car delivered to you to test drive at GoTeamSaveMoney.com. So check out Team Mazda Subaru. Will you please? Headlines are as follows. Pretty awkward. Revenge or pretty hypocritical. Let's go with revenge. Chinese media reports a woman identified only by her surname, Zhao, was left devastated after being dumped by her boyfriend for over a year. To get back at him, she sent him one ton, that is 2,000 pounds, of red onions, which arrived at his doorstep on Saturday. 
Her intent, Big J? To make him cry as much as I did. Zhao was reportedly furious when her ex did not shed any tears after receiving the onions. Social media footage shows a truck making the delivery of onions, which piled in front of the man's front door. The ex later told the website that he broke up with her due to her over-the-top behaviors, and this probably uh, is just playing into his hand a little bit more. (laughs) Also, somebody should tell her that just seeing red onions doesn't make anybody cry. You have to chop them up. Yeah, yeah, you have to actually, like, you know, break the skin on those things. And it it could be any onion, not not necessarily the red onion. But, you know, you don't have to. If you hand somebody an onion, they're just not going to start bawling. I'm not sure she understands how onions work. Boy, that's a waste. It's complicated. I wonder how much a ton of onions cost. I mean, onions aren't exactly expensive, but, I mean, you buy 2,000 of them, it'll add up quick, you know? Yeah. Pretty awkward or pretty hypocritical? Pretty awkward. A professional soccer team in South Korea has had to apologize because the mannequins they used to fill empty seats during a soccer game were identified as sex dolls. Mm. FC Seoul apologized in an Instagram post on Sunday after the fans watching the K-League game against another football club pointed out that, hey, that's definitely a sex doll. Some observers noted the banners held by dummies appeared to reference adult websites, too. That's never good. The team said there was a, quote, misunderstanding with the supplier who said that who in their posts assured officials the dolls were not intended for, quote, sexual use. They added the dolls were in the stands to do something lighthearted in these difficult times. Yeah, they weren't intended for that, but that's what's going to happen to them in the end. <laughs> I mean, it is. I've seen the picture. It's a bunch of dolls with their mouths wide open. It, it, mouths agape? Mouths agape, yes. <laughs> Ready. Uh, they could be cheering or doing something else. Who now, knows? now, these aren't the real uh, sex live dolls that we no. were talking about. These are the old-fashioned... Well, they kind of look like... I mean, they don't look like the like the, the blow-up doll. Like, maybe they are. I don't know. I, I, listen, uh, you're the sex doll expert. I defer yeah, to your what, opinion. Yeah, uh... Go look at the FC Soul post and figure out if it's a if it's a high... I don't think it's a super expensive sex doll, but I don't know if it's just a standard blow-up doll either. Wrap it up with Pretty Hypocritical. The Melbourne Police Department in Florida say oh, a woman... Are nice. <laughs> those are the nicer ends. They have <laughs> the features. All right. I'll take your word for it. Say a woman who kept trying to kiss strangers at a local bar reportedly called 911 to complain about the business not practicing coronavirus social distancing guidelines. Police say 32, 32-year-old Audra Adams called 911 five times from the Monkey Bar and Grill in Melbourne, Florida. At the fourth time she called, officers were already at the business. The owner of the bar says Adams was inside trying to kiss random customers. After multiple people complained, he asked her to leave. He says she initially argued and refused to leave, and then she made her way out the front door, and then when she left, she called the police to say that people were too close inside the bar. She was arrested on charges of trespassing, after warning, disorderly conduct, resisting an officer, and misuse of the 911 system. That's the five chargers, Big J. She's looking at some jail time. Man. Yeah, you can't go up and start trying to kiss random strangers and then complain about people not social distancing. That's a, uh, that is hypocrisy defined. Morning after we update, and most of these dolls have masks on them, so you can't really see their agape mouth. Well, you tried. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Got to keep the the sex dolls safe too, you know. We got our storage. (laughs) We're talking road trips and bad impressions. That's happening next here on the X Rocks. 
Rival Suns shooting stars here on the morning after with Naked Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. Big J, let's talk road trips, my friend. Something yeah. you know a lot about. Ah, oh, man, I've been jonesing for a road trip. And a new survey here has, has found that people plan to travel more than ever this summer, Nick. 65% of the respondents here say they've increased the number of trips they plan to make uh, over the summer after being stuck inside. Uh, some people want to spend time in the great outdoors. Others planning road trips. They found that 88% saying they had tri- a trip planned. 53% said they'd be taking a road trip. And get this, 65% of those surveyed said they seriously consider taking a three-month hiatus and traveling for the entire summer. Okay, reach your pants. That must be yeah. nice. Who can do that? I don't know. I don't know anybody that can who, just take what, a three-month sabbatical. Who did they survey here? Uh, either that is, I mean, is it the best time to take a road trip? Well, let me say this. I, I'm not sure it's the best time to plan anything, but I certainly understand the desire to do so. I mean, it, it's one of those things where you're caught up in your house and you've been there for a while. And also just the idea of a vacation or taking a trip gives you something to look forward to, man, which is yeah. what we're severely lacking right now. I mean, and I've told you I've got to I've got to make a trip at some point this summer to Minnesota to pick up my car. Yeah. Um, and trying to figure that whole thing out. Um, uh, but but that's definitely a road trip guaranteed on the way back. Exactly. So. And and I just I think and, and talking about a road trip maybe this summer for myself as well. It's just it's one of those. Th- but I mean, having a date, you can kind of ballpark it right now. But I think, you know, it's one of those things where I, I hesitate telling anybody where I'm going or what I want to do just because what if things change and then, right. you know, hopes are up or whatever. And I don't want to get mine up either to get them dashed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because right now, I mean, it's like, you know, listen, if we do plan on some sort of trip, there's a two week point <laughs> here in our place of work. Anyways, I don't know how long that'll last so i'm like does that mean you know i I can work from home for two weeks or you know do i have to have a three-week vacation kind of situation so those are things i think a lot of us might have to be wondering if we're fortunate enough to have been continue to work through all this not only that but you got to figure out where you're going you know what i mean i mean you're driving through places that may be worse off than idaho was or you're going to some place that may have more cases than idaho has or has more restrictions certainly than idaho has and all these things need to be put uh, into kind less (laughs) which which would be a concern well right i mean and even less right now i mean we are one of the more open states in the country I mean, even at stage two. Well, I think a place like that, I would probably be driving through North Dakota. Right. Didn't do anything. Yeah. There you go. This place Uh, probably just reeks of COVID. You can smell it in the air? Yeah. (sighs) So. Be smoking the bandit my way through that state. The idea is you can understand. I understand the feelings, but you still have to, I guess, weigh the pros and cons and, and figure it all out. And realize what you're going to do. But see, yeah, you've got a trip planned. I mean, at some point, you have to go somewhere this summer. I do. Yeah. Well, and the wife's like, I can fly down there and drive the car back. I'm like, no! The whole point I want to drive my car! <laughs> the whole point of you is to get your car. Well, either way, it's going to be an interesting couple of months, trip or no trip. That is for sure. But we don't blame you if you want to take a road trip. It makes us nostalgic because right about now, Big J is rock on the range time, which all of our road trips are popping up in our memory stuff. Uh, because we've taken what five of them uh, on the road, I believe. Uh, uh, at least four. four at four. least four. Yeah. Uh, on the actual road to uh, Columbus and back, and there was a lot of planning that went into those trips. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. in front of God and everybody. But uh, it certainly is a weird experience to be in when you uh, go through and see all the trips that you've taken and all the memories that were made on those road trips. But they were certainly a lot of fun too, right? Exactly. And a lot uh, of fun. things that we will remember for the rest of our lives. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do some bad impressions. That's happening next in the X-Rocks. All right. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, we'll get you a nice Morning After care package. It's got a 25th anniversary X-Rock sticker and a X uh, facial covering for you. We'll get that sent out to you in the mail if you can figure out bad impressions for this morning. Let me give you our phone number in case you don't know it. It's 208-287-1003. It's the number that you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J has got three clues that points to somebody that's pretty famous. If you can figure out that famous person in those allotted amount of clues or less, then this package comes to you, and hopefully it brightens your day a little bit, you know? Yeah. you feel pretty good about yourself. Good morning, the X. Hey, I want to play that impression. Wonderful. What's your name, man? Jake. All right, Jake. Good luck. Jake, fictional character here, okay? Oh. Okay. My real name is Cal L. Superman. Yeah! One and done, We Jake. got us a fan! Congratulations. Hang on one second. We'll get you that package. Clues two and three for fun. Took me a while to figure out that the sun's radiation gives me superpowers, and my adoptive Earth name is Clark Kent. And why is Superman in the news? So, uh, a couple things are kind of happening here. Tomorrow, uh, at about uh, this time t- tomorrow, Nick, uh, Zack Snyder is going to be hosting a a watch party uh, for Man of Steel, well, he, where he will be doing questions and answering. Such a good movie. It is. It's a really good question. This will happen on uh, the app Vero, uh, which I'm not familiar with. Never heard uh, of it. So, uh, we'll be doing the morning show uh, th- just this this hour, so I uh, won't be able to watch along with it, but uh, that would be very cool. Rumor has it, though, that an announcement is coming of some kind, whether it be uh, a couple suggested rumors are, A, that uh, the Snyder Cut is going to get a release... Uh, that uh, he has done a private screening for uh, some of the executives at DC, and so that might be happening. Or two, there might be an announcement about Man of Steel 2, possibility. I heard that he was uh, talking to HBO Max about releasing this, the, the Snyder Cut yes. on that yes. particular platform. So something like that is going to come out of this, conver- this, this deal that they're doing tomorrow for sure. Now, I know I'm in the minority, but I enjoyed Justice League. It's not a fantastic film. It's not even the upper echelon of comic book films. But I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did. I know you didn't like it when we saw it in the theater. Yeah. Are you any interested at all? Yeah. I would love to see the Snyder Cut just because I like Zack Snyder a lot. And, and I mean, just the, the tragic kind of thing that happened with him in this oh, movie awful. sucks. And, um, you know, a lot of people are like, what kind of big difference could it make? Well, it could make a pretty big difference. Because uh, one of the, the rumors is that the Zack Snyder Cut's got the black Superman suit in it. Um, so uh, we'll see. But, yeah, I would totally watch this. I haven't seen the f- movie since it came out. Yeah, since we saw in the theater. Yeah, um, and I, I, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, uh, but it really it's not something I've thought, oh, I need to go back and see it again. No, I mean, it, it did a, a really good introduction of the Aquaman character. The, the biggest problem that, that, man. That, uh, that I feel that Justice League, the movie, had was... It didn't do a very good job building up Steppenwolf the villain at all, and yeah, it really it was, it was kind of a bland kind of a thing. But I believe a lot of that was happening because of the running time. You know, they cut out a lot of that stuff. Not that Steppenwolf was like a, an amazing DC villain or anything like that, but it still would be kind of cool to see the vision of it again. I, I am a Zack Snyder fan, so I enjoy what he's done. 
and uh, and I do enjoy the movies that he's made, even for the DC universe. I even enjoy. I mean, listen, there's no excuse for the Martha thing. I'm not making excuses for it. But I also enjoy it's, Batman versus Superman. Maybe one of the worst movies ever. Made. <laughs> it's not. It's just a really it's bad part of that movie. It the really whole thing is, is pretty terrible. But uh, I enjoyed it, so we'll see what ends up happening here and what they end up going forward and doing. But I'd like to see it happen, and and maybe uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not going to make me subscribe to HBO Max, though. No offense. Well, you to don't HBO have Max. to. Well, you, you might if they release it exclusively on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. You don't. I'm saying you personally don't. Right. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Drag the training off of me. Over no, there. it's a totally different streaming channel. It doesn't come with any cable. It's a completely different subscription. Yeah, That's the that, whole point. that I have that I will give to you. All right. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. Up. That is the latest from Volbeat. It is called Leviathan. It's brand new X-Rock here 100.3. The X-Rocks in the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to pretty much do it for us wrapping up the Tuesday show. Thanks for hanging out with us. We learned about how pooping is now illegal in northern Idaho, at least a particular city anyway, because people keep going outside of the restrooms. That's pretty gross. Stop it. Flipping coins can be fairly important. Road trips give us something to look forward to. And Big J is going to watch a Kristen Stewart movie tonight. And tell you all about it tomorrow. Yeah. What a treat. Uh, On top of all that, we gave away some stuff over the course of the show today, too. That's always a very good thing. Reminder, next set of X-Rock brought to you by the good people over at Team Mazda Subaru and GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Got a $5 car sale coming up this weekend. And also, you have an opportunity to get into the newer used car of your dreams at their website, GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Check it out. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Uh, Yeah, the the new Ford Bronco that was supposed to come out this year is being pushed back to 2021. Oh, no. In case all the people that were waiting see what that looked like uh is it because of the coronavirus uh yeah being uh, some of the delays that they had in production uh so they've got to get out all the uh the new ford f-150s and mock e ford mustangs first all right i guess so they're prioritizing yeah we haven't even really seen a uh, a real picture uh of what the ford broncos gonna look like were you excited so, for it yeah because of some early renderings I saw, it looked badass, but I don't, but it was just, you know, a lot of times people do those mock-ups and it's never what it ends up being. But, uh, you know, uh, the re-envisioning of a bunch of the classic cars in the last couple of years has been pretty cool, man. And am I mixing up my stories? You always, like the Ford Bronco was a car that you were, a truck that you really enjoyed. And no. Then, did you have one at one point? No. You that didn't. was a Blazer. Blazer. It was a Chevy Blazer. Chevy Blazer. Different. Different thing. So uh, you've never had any interest in the Ford Bronco, never really wanted one, but this one. No, might that's be not true. That's not accurate. The classic Ford Broncos, mm-hmm. like the OJ Broncos. No, not those. We're talking uh, early '80s, '70s. We're, we're really, really cool. <laughs> you don't want the OJ Bronco. No. All right, fine. So be it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. That'll do it for us. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. Talk-